It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the After 9 Podcast. And let me just say quickly, thank you to everybody who's been listening to the podcast. A couple of things. We're slowly but surely releasing the old episodes that mm-hmm. used to be out. Before we started here at 91.5 The Beat, we had like... 90 or something like that already there and then I had to take them off but I'm slowly but surely getting them back on so if you're waiting for the old archived editions to come on there you go they're coming up soon and thousands upon thousands of downloads from all over the world I mean there's people in Mexico listening to this and I don't know why that is so cool (laughs) I don't know why That is so cool I'll take it um we have we talked about our monopoly board um, on the podcast yet? I, I don't know think we, so. We talk about it on the radio. I don't know if we talk about it on the podcast. We have a radio show too, by the way, in uh, in Kitchener is where you can find us on 91.5 The Beat or anywhere. You can stream us at 915thebeat.com, Radio Player Canada app. So we started a Monopoly board. So in Canada, they have the coast-to-coast Monopoly you play at McDonald's. So you get these pieces with your coffee or what have you, and we drink, Monop- we drink Monopoly's coffee. We drink McDonald's coffee. So we get these pieces and we are, we're stuck. We're stuck because we. It's have, all the same shit. It's we haven't completed one. If you yet listen from McDonald's head office, you're putting out way too many Robson Streets mm-hmm. and way too many Miles Canyons and St. Catherine Street. Ugh. Here's the thing too, because I complained. I complained about it on Instagram, saying that we buy so much of this and we can't complete one, like even for the smaller prizes. And then somebody tells me, and it dawns on me that that makes the most sense for McDonald's. You can't get certain pieces here in Ontario. You have to travel, hence coast to coast, Uh to another part of the country or have a piece from another part of the country. Vancouver Airport. There's a great example. Nobody around here has that piece or can find that piece. I guarantee you in Vancouver, there's fucking nothing but Vancouver Airport every every time you get a damn coffee. So... And it's and it's rare. On top of that, those are the pieces. The pieces that we're missing are rare. Because if you look online, you can see someone sent me this chart. I didn't even know this was a thing, but you can see how many there are. So the ones we're missing, there's not a lot of, and they're on the other side of the country. Very so frustrating. I propose that you travel and get us some coffees. Yep. If you're listening in another part of the country and you have Vancouver Airport, send it to us. We'll make it worth your while. I don't know what we're going to give you or do for you, but we'll make it worth your while somehow. It makes sense to me, though, because why would they want people to win so easily? They want it to be a little bit harder. So in order to do that, make those pieces rare and make it not available in one side of the country as opposed to available here. Is it like roll up the rim where they save all the good prizes for the end? Maybe they've got these pieces ready to go in Ontario, but not until Monopoly's been going on for a little bit longer. Good point. Good question. When we're almost ready to throw in the fucking towel. Maybe that's what it is. I'm almost ready. Oh, speaking Uh, of throwing in the towels and coming up, we are going to talk about Halloween on this podcast and we do have a replay of today's missed connections coming up, but towels. (laughs) We got a lot of rain this weekend and Kat's sump pump stopped working. So her husband Mm -hmm. tried to fix it and blew the whole thing up. Basically. Well, it wasn't his fault. He was trying. And then he, he ran the hose from the garage into the basement thinking, OK, I'm just going to fill this up. And the hose was broken. We got one of those hoses. You've seen the infomercials for these hoses that expand. Mm-hmm. You have one of those? Yes. You are such an impulse shopper. So that's what happened was, I guess, as it was expanding, all of a sudden, I don't know how it broke because we were just using it the summer. And then all of a sudden in the basement, water everywhere. So I had to throw, I'm just throwing 
chucking fucking tuckles, tuckles, <laughs> towels down the dam to the basement. I, it was insane. It was insane. No damage. No, no damage. Thank goodness. And he got a new. He went to Home Depot, got a switch that morning, put it in. No worries. That's a good day. Yeah. That's a really good day when you can get up, go to Home Depot, and fix something in your own home. I'm actually a little bit jealous of your husband right now because that would have been great to do that. He felt good too. Like he was like, I did that. Yeah. I fixed that. Because I'm a man and I do manly things. Like I fix shit. Well, I, and, and I, I said, if we need to call someone, we'll call someone. Oh, that was not a fucking option. No, like, it never uh, is. Like, how dare I suggest that I call somebody else to come into our house and fix something who's a professional? I was just making the suggestion. He's like, nope, going to Home Depot. No, 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 make no calls. Well, and he probably wanted out of the house. To his credit, he did it. And he did a good job. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. The only time a guy wants to call someone into the house to fix it, a professional, if you will, the only time that happens is if it's a job that he doesn't feel like doing himself anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I have finished my basement three times. I have uh, installed dishwashers. I've done all that. Now, I don't want to fucking do that again. If I get another house that has a roughed in dishwasher, I don't want to install another dishwasher. Just get somebody in to do yeah. it because I'm yeah. done. Renos, no more. Renos were all about that. We did our bathrooms a few years ago and then our kitchen last year. Uh, in our house right now and yeah that was one of those things we're like will this cause a strain in our lives yes will this be a headache if we try to do it and will it take forever to get done yes so we called someone in and it was done within a couple weeks good when are we talking about your house situation whenever okay we'll save it for the next podcast but (laughs) aside from me almost flooding my basement (laughs) you mean aside from that that's great that you almost ruined the basement before you gave it to somebody else no we just had 30 days to keep it just to keep it in one piece. That'd be great. So let me get this straight. Let me read between the lines a little bit here. You left your job to go to a new job. Mm-hmm. Right away bought a new house. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking somebody got paid. <laughs> 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 Somebody's making money. <laughs> you're still bringing the beer to the housewarming, Scott. I'll bring the beer to everything. We know you're making- I'll bring the beer to a baptism. Fuck. I know. I'm I, that guy. I know. <laughs> well, that's one baptized kid. Let's have a drink. Congrats. Scott, it's 9 a.m. Fuck it. (laughs) Halloween is on Thursday, and there are um, a couple of things that are different this year. You know what bugs me about Halloween is I personally, and I know this isn't a popular opinion with some people. Okay. I personally support that movement to move Halloween to the last Saturday of October. Mm -hmm. And if that happens to be the 31st, some years it would be, great. But if it's not, let's say like this year, Halloween is on a Thursday. This past Saturday were all the bar parties and all the house parties. Everybody was dressed up. Sunday, my Instagram was just flooded with adults in costumes Mm -hmm. from their parties. I think we should do trick-or-treat night and Halloween night the last Saturday or even the last Friday of October. I'm down. There's a petition that went to the White House. Change the date that we trick-or-treat. It has thousands of signatures and the government says we're not going to get involved. What a shitty thing to do. At least have the debate. I would like to see our politicians, instead of the relentless fucking around that they do at every turn, screwing around debating this, that, and the other thing, that really doesn't matter. 
I would like to see them have a debate <laughs> on something practical. On Halloween that would affect us directly. Yeah. Let's get Trudeau and Sheer and May and Singh and that block guy. Let's get them to stand up in the House of Commons and have a debate about when kids should trick or treat. About when the costume party should be and when the bars should all do their Halloween night. Let's have that debate in Canada. If, and you know what? If they decide, nah, you know what? Better off to leave it on the 31st and Halloween will just be which every day the 31st happens to fall on that year if they decide that fine let's have a vote though let's see where everybody stands i don't understand why they won't debate relevant practical stuff that actually affects people um if you run if you ever run that's exactly what you should add to your platform i'll do it i'll put it in there and let's have a debate during the campaign I oh, like it. oh wow well if he gets in he's going to change the day to halloween yeah damn right i'm gonna let's have that debate but anyway the U.S. government says they're not going to get involved, and we're certainly not going to be proactive. No. We don't do that. No. We'll just wait and see what the Americans do. But there are some changes that got put through from a grassroots-type movement, and I'm happy about these changes. So there's a couple things you may notice on Thursday, whether you're handing out candy or whether you're taking your kids out trick-or-treating. Halloween 2019 is going to feature some people going around with blue pumpkins that you stick the candy in and we've seen the orange ones you might have used one yourself mm -hmm. when you were a little kid you know those little plastic orange guys yeah. some, some of them this year are going to be blue here's the reason if somebody comes around with a blue pumpkin candy catcher that means they are autistic they may be nonverbal. they may be easily intimidated so what they're asking of you is if somebody comes with a blue pumpkin candy container mm -hmm. don't do that are you going to say trick or treat? Uh, not until you say trick or treat. And and the reason for that yeah. is because they're nonverbal. They can't communicate the way that other kids do or they're very intimidated. Now, maybe you'll see somebody come around with a, a blue container and they may appear to be an adult. Don't say things like, oh, come on, you're too old to be trick or treating. This is for the kids. Well, who cares at the end of the day anyway? Even if there's teenagers that come to my door, let's say, you know what? You're out here in the likely cold and rain, at least here, like it's going to be. You're out here doing, like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I'll give you candy. Yeah. I don't care. Come to my door mm -hmm. as long as you seem to somewhat put some effort into it and, and, and enjoy and having a good time. What, what does it matter? Just give some candy. I don't understand. I also saw someone explaining the pros and cons of these blue ones explain that sometimes it's a real chore to get these autistic people into costumes and get them to embrace Halloween and the pop culture that it is. So when you make a comment like, well, what's that costume supposed to be? Or that's not a very good costume. You didn't put much effort into that. That's very, very, very discouraging to these people who have it really took everything in them to say, OK, fine. I will get dressed up and go trick-or-treating. So, blue pumpkin candy container, no snarky comments, no you're too old for this, no wait until you say trick-or-treat and then I'll give you the and candy, if, like, don't do it. If you're really that picky, just then, you know what, close your door and turn your lights out and don't take part. I don't know, that's how I see it. If I don't feel like giving out candy, I close my door and I turn my lights out. I'm not that big into Halloween. Now I have little kids, I'm going to have to be a little bit more. Sure, I can understand that, but... I previous years have shut my door before and turned my lights out because I don't feel like doing it. And I get up so damn early. So when it's a weekday, I don't want to be out until 830 giving out candy. I have other things I want to do, but that's me. So I'll shut my door. There's another initiative called Treat Accessibly. 
This is a sign that you put on your lawn, and you can get the signs, by the way, at treataccessibly.com or Home Depot locations across Canada are selling them as well. You put this sign on the lawn, and it shows that your house is accessible for children with mobility issues. This is put on in part by the Rick Hansen Foundation. Remax is a big sponsor across Canada of this. And what that means is there's no obstacles for kids with mobility issues to trick-or-treat at your house. Maybe you've got a nice bungalow and there's no stairs for kids to go up Mm -hmm. to get to your front door. You would put out one of these signs. Maybe you do have stairs at your house, but you're willing to sit at the end of your driveway and just hand out candy. That, too, would yeah. make things easier. Some people just chill in their garage or something like that. I always liked that as a kid, too, because it was so open, and I didn't feel like, oh, are they home for sure? Are they When it was that open garage, they're sitting there with the candy. You're like, oh, great. They want me to come in there. They want to give me candy. That's always nice, too, I think. If the weather, I mean, if the weather's good enough and you can do it, it's great. I think these are two positive changes for Halloween. And whether you do or don't participate in those two things, that's totally up to you. But I wanted to promote that they are there. There's the blue pumpkin candy carrier and there is the orange sign for treat accessibly. And if you want to participate in those two things, you can get those blue pumpkin things, by the way, on Amazon. You can get them at Walmart, major retailers all over the place. And you can get the Treat Accessibly signs at TreatAccessibly.com or you can get them at Home Depot locations across Canada. So lots of options for Halloween. Have yourself a good time. I saw some really slutty costumes this uh, year. Yeah. They're getting Dude, worse. that was coming. <laughs> They're getting worse. <laughs> I'm a sexy coffee cup. Some of them are really... Like you have to think about it to figure out what they are because they've gone from one extreme to the other. It's like, hey, I'm a sexy water bottle. Okay, well, I can't imagine what a sexy water bottle is, but you're basically fucking naked. <laughs> I can't really see what you were going I, for I there. I wrap myself in saran wrap. I'm a leftover. <laughs> <laughs> you're naked is what you are. You're naked. You are just wrapped in saran wrap. But okay, I love it. I love it. And you put it on Instagram. (laughs) Have a happy Halloween, everybody. We've got more podcasts coming out soon, but right now, a replay of this morning's Missed Connection. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We want to read you the stories of missed connections. These are people who are looking for other people. They can't find them, so they go online, they post it, hoping the other person will see it or someone might think, ah, I know who they're looking for and connect them. This is basically a last-ditch effort to try and reach that other person. This one is called I Watched You Get Fired, Man for Woman. I watched you get fired from customer service at the mall today. (laughs) I was totally on your side. The lady that was training you was such a poop. She kept saying you need to focus and put your phone away, but I see you, girl. I get it. You were so deep into that game you were playing. And like, really, how hard is it to tell people where the bathrooms are? Why does she take her job so seriously? A map can do what she does. What a loser. Anyway, you didn't need that job, sweetie. 
I see right through you. I see you're meant for bigger and better. I thought it was a bit much she got security to escort you away after you spit on her. It was only a little spit. Oh, my God. Barely touched her. Holy You got something special. The security didn't let me near you for me to tell you I thought you were gorgeous, so I'm putting this out there. Maybe the wrong time to do that. Maybe the wrong time to say, hey, I think you're gorgeous, after she just spit on the boss who fired her. Oh, and by the way... By the way, gross. hearing this description of her day as a customer service person at the mall doesn't even really surprise me. Have you ever gone up to customer service at a mall? Hey, I'm looking for... Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a map right over there. Oh, well, thanks. Why did I even bother? Maybe I misunderstood what customer service means, but I thought I could just ask you if you could tell me where uh, Indochino is. Nope. You interrupted their game of solitaire is what you did. I could tell you were really into that game. Yeah, um, you might be on your phone for any number of reasons at work. Playing a game? Well, that's probably not a good, valid excuse. And I don't think the person who fired you was necessarily in the wrong. No. No. Imagine defending her like that. Yeah. Why don't people just look on the map if they want to know where it is? Well, why don't we just not have a customer service person and direct everybody to the map? <laughs> Can we not spit on people when we get fired, too? Ah, yes. Okay. Especially so, for good reason of glad, getting fired. Glad you brought that up. No spitting. No Great. spitting. 2019, everybody. No spitting. That would be helpful. It's just gross. Uh, this next one is called the package delivery. This is a man looking for a woman as well. Hi, sexy woman. You dropped off a package to my place on Friday. I didn't realize I was sitting on the porch. Right when you let out a string of small farts walking up my step. <laughs> Sometimes they just start slapping out of there. Especially when you're going up the steps. Putting a little more pressure on the diaphragm. and Oh. Drop it down, and I'm out of here. Good. When I said hello, I definitely threw you off. I scared you. You hid your face and slid over the package, walking back down the steps quickly, almost falling over in the process. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta run away. Wonder if she squeaked a couple out while she was going back down the stairs. Sweetie, you were beautiful. Let your flatulence fly. You have a beautiful soul. You were driving a large white van, driving for Amazon in Waterloo. Please, don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah, some guys are into that. Some guys really like that. Wait, Take what? Are you suggesting that that's what turned him on and not, like, something else? Anything else that happened? Well, I mean, it could have been muscle mass. Yeah, look at her. Lift up that package and just drop it on the porch. But I have a feeling that maybe it was her shyness or maybe her looks or maybe the fact that she farts as she walks upstairs. That's so bad for her. That's horrible. Some people are into that. Oh, that'd be mortifying. She didn't know he was there no. sitting on the porch. He probably had one of those like wraparounds or something like that. Yeah. Didn't know someone was there. Right. Let it go. Yeah. You think, hey, this is a good opportunity. I'm outside. No one's going to notice. No one's around. Just let her go. <laughs> and then you find out, oh, this dude was sitting there listening to the farts come out the whole time. Yeah, that sucks. That really sucks. I feel bad for you, hon. Don't worry about signing! It's fine! <laughs> I hope he doesn't have, like, a ring doorbell or something. There isn't, by chance, toilet paper in that package that I'm dropping <laughs> off, is there? 
<laughs> that would be helpful. <laughs> no, no, okay, I'll just, I'll just slither back to the truck and think about what I've done. <laughs> Here's your package. Can I use your toilet? Because <laughs> I've been working on this one for a while. I have news for you, my friend. If she does see that missed connection, she's not reaching out. She, in her mind, has already talked herself into and out of a relationship with you. <laughs> Never mind. She probably quit. <laughs> What? Why? You're such a great employee. Things are going well. Oh, no, nope. No. This guy's sitting on the porch, and I farted all the way up the <laughs> stairs. I mean, I can't get back on. I can't do this again. You're going to have to put me in, like, the witness protection program. <laughs> Let me start driving out in Kelowna or something like that. She's moved for sure. No more Waterloo deliveries. Her house is up for sale. She She's can't gone. even deliver Uber Eats or skip the dishes anymore either. No more visiting people's homes. <laughs> that would be the worst, too. Here's... Here's your here's Here's your your steak. Here you go. (laughs) Bon appetit. You know, be ironic is if this was chili. (laughs) (laughs) Let me give you a fair warning, sir, before you bite into that one.